0: Hello and welcome to Pieces of Me Inside Zalando. Why is this podcast called Pieces of Me? Well, we ask each of our guests to bring along three items that are important to them. These Pieces of Me can be absolutely anything at all, but each one has a valuable lesson attached or an important story to tell. My name is Janine Matos and I am a Senior Program Manager for Partner Services. This podcast series is all about taking a look behind the scenes into fashion and tech retail. It's a world that is challenging, constantly evolving, and always rewarding. We create the most fulfilling chapters of our working lives together. We'll give you the tools and tactics to succeed in fashion and tech retail and find out more about leading figures in the industry as we discuss their piece of me. On this episode, I'm talking to Joyce Chen, VP Engineering Beauty. Hi, Joyce. Welcome. How are you? Hello, Janine. Thank you for having me today. I'm so happy to have you today here with us. First, give us just really briefly, what are the three items that you brought? All right. So
1: I brought with me today a kitchen ladle, art pencil, and a baby-fitting wooden spoon.
0: Wow, that's very diverse. And I'm really looking forward to know more (laughs) about those three items. (laughs) Before we find out about your pieces, Joyce, please tell us about yourself and your role at Zalando. Sure. I have been in the tech industry for more than
1: 25 years, started as an entry-level programmer to engineering lead and to VP of engineering today. The 25 years includes almost 20 years at Microsoft and the last three years before joining Zalando at a U.S.-based luxury retail company. In summary, I'm an engineer at heart. I'm passionate about technology and also art and fashion. The e-commerce sector is simply a great place to be.
0: So you are VP Engineering at Beauty, which is one of the newest teams in DX. Beauty was created around one and a half years ago, I would say. Yes. How is it being the VP of engineering in the beauty segment?
1: So uh, it's super exciting. What kind of get me into this and it's really like I have a strong engineering background and I was super excited by the beauty proposition opportunity. As you mentioned, it's a new organization. So it combines business, commercial, product, designer, and engineering in one organization setup. And this organization setup is meant to provide the best customer experience for beauty so we want the Lando to be the starting point for fashion and also for beauty. Also, uh, from customer perspective, from team building perspective, it's also super rewarding to put customer first and unlock customer experience. For example, I recently ordered shampoo and hair tool from the Lando website. And these tools, these products, and experience are part of the latest beauty customer experience that we unlocked. So it just feels really good to have this full circle as the engineers develop these features and rolling it out, and also as a customer actually purchasing and benefit from it.
0: So actually at Zalando, we can actually buy from high-end beauty products to actually the normal, let's say, drugstore, correct? Yeah, totally.
1: So it's really, um, the shampoo I mentioned, it's a brand that wasn't really uh, widely available. And it's something I also enjoy using in U.S. And it was amazing that now with the customer experience that my team built, actually I can order this. So this in a way is super exciting for me to put customer first and then bringing in my passion for technology and fashion and beauty into delivering the experience.
0: And I mean, you are a huge advocate also for women in tech. Tell me, how does this actually look like? What are platforms to get more women joining tech jobs?
1: Yeah, so I have been quite involved and sponsor, and also uh, spearheaded a few diversity, inclusion and belonging uh, initiatives in my previous company. So I myself joined the tech industry more than 25 years ago. And honestly, it was extremely lonely for a woman engineer. You know, I remember joining a team where there are 15 men engineers and I'm the first woman engineer in that. And so I go through my career path. I find it's really important to uh, raise the awareness of diversity, inclusion, and belonging. So from there, the way you raise it is really by speaking up from how you would like to be treated, how diversity inclusion is important on a team setting, how the diverse opinion and the way we communicate are important to make a team stronger, to make the product stronger. So hoping to establish role models for women engineers as you move up your career, right? For example, the mentoring program and the sponsor program, and talk about how we can open the pipeline on recruiting and emphasize, you know, for when we do recruiting, have we put effort on recruiting diverse candidates? And another thing is really help women put their voice out there. So one of the very successful uh, initiatives I have done in my previous company is actually have workshop and then help the company put out proposals to participate in Grace Hopper Conference. Grace Hopper Conference is one of the world-leading women technologists' conference. And with that, I have a lot of success, actually, to be selected and to become speaker. And I myself have speak a couple of times at Grace Hopper Conference myself.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing. I did not know about that conference. I'm going to look into it for sure afterwards. <laughs> and what I really like, I, um, I think it was this year that actually Zalando also started this program for women in tech can do a career change and start coding and learning to become an engineer, actually.
1: Yeah, totally. I It's really important, right? So I actually, in my previous company, we also have similar program. And I even have uh, engineers join my team who actually switched their career track. They might have done 10 years in something completely different, and they went through a book camp and then get into computer engineering. And I find that uh, I really admire people who did that because it's difficult to do.
0: I also admire everyone who, you know, when they decide, hold up, no, actually my interest is somewhere else and I want to actually go into this new innovative path. Yeah, totally. You know, when
1: you switch from product to engineering or engineering to product or even to project manager, right.
0: You bring all your experience with you. So, I mean, I could be talking about women in tech for a long time, but we have also the three items that you actually brought along. So, Please explain the first one again and what's behind it.
1: Yeah, so first one is a kitchen ladle. So I was born and raised in Taiwan, and after graduated from college, I went to United States for my master degree. So one of the items my mom gave me was this kitchen ladle. When I moved to Germany in March this year, I have this item with me, and. You know, to be honest, right, at the time, more than 30 years ago, I did not realize how significant this item would become. So it is an item you can buy anywhere. And over the years, I realized more and more it has become a cornerstone of my journey. And I brought this with me when I moved to Germany this year. The Taiwanese cuisine has lots of soup. And my mom had never visited U.S. not knowing what type of food I would have. But she insisted I have this very good sturdy tool from my soup. And naturally, I cook soup a lot. And whenever I use this ladle, you know, for the soup, which is quite often, it reminds me of my mom's love and support. And in a way, her love and support is feeding into me through this ladle. So it's just huge. And my lesson from this is sometimes things seem so insignificant can bring us the most comfort. And here it is not the ladle itself, but really the meanings behind it. And I also think that when we work in teams, we can create and share rituals, right, that bring us together. As making soup with this ladle remind me of my mom.
0: So talking about rituals. Do you actually have a ritual within your team then where you said to bring you as a team closer together?
1: Uh, what I learned as part of my onboarding so smoothly is we actually have this water cooler chat group. And in the morning, people will say, good morning. And it's really insignificant, but it meant so much. In a way, it's
0: kind of checking in. At least it makes you feel like the team is there. You're you're not just in, in alone in front of a computer. Exactly, totally. I would like to come back to your mom because you said your mom did not know what you would be eating in, in the States when you moved. Did she then actually visit you in the States? And was she surprised to see the diversity in food that there was? So uh, she uh, eventually visited me
1: when I had my daughter. She asked me, like, uh, in U.S., do people eat burgers and steak a lot? And, uh, you know, uh, we explained to her and she cooked chicken soup for me. Yeah. Yeah. And this ladder is still so sturdy after 30 years. (laughs) I. It's something I'm going to pass down to my daughter for sure.
0: But that, that's it. At least it's still working. I mean, it didn't break, yeah. so it's good. So now coming to your second item, the art pencils.
1: So the art pencils, uh, this is something I'm passionate about since I was young. I actually picked up uh, drawing and painting at a very young age. And I remember as far back as elementary school doing watercolor painting on the big tree. So one technique I still use today from this teacher is adding layers of colors to make a tree more vivid. Okay, so over the year, I paint whenever and whatever. So for example, the first painting I did since moving to Berlin is a view of uh, Spree River. And it's a sunset view with beautiful sky colors hitting the Spree River. And people walking on a yellow-colored bridge and tourist boat going by. An orange-red rooftop building at the far side. I love this view. And this view somehow represents Europe to me.
0: That gives a really nice romantic view on Berlin. That's It's a different side of Berlin.
1: <laughs> Berlin is very colorful, very free spirit, very romantic to me. I just love the city a lot. Yeah. And so... The painting really, uh, in a way, is how I approach uh, software engineering, software development. I paint what I love and whatever touched me. So something I'm very passionate about, like this view, this image of Berlin. So for me, it's very similar to building software because you start with a vision you're passionate about and you sketch and you outline. Then bits and bits, you adjust and keep iterating and you pay attention to details. And sometimes it's really super critical. You take a step back and look at a bigger picture and remind yourself what you are doing and why. And I also find when you sketch, you think about absolute and negative spaces, right? And shades and colors. So each of them is important. And it's really like teamwork, like what I mentioned about the diverse thinking and diverse communication. Everything come together, make a painting stand out. So I always have art pencil with me wherever I go. And actually, I already find very nearby to where I'm living now. It's really art art supply store.
0: Joyce, I will share with you a store in Kreuzberg, which is the biggest art and crafting store. If you don't find there whatever you want, there's no way where you can find it.
1: You need to send it to me. Oh, I love this,
0: Jenny. And so do you pen yourself as well? I tried in COVID time. I started with <laughs> painting after numbers for adults. <laughs> and then I actually bought a mandala book to paint out. So I got like watercolor pens. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And I never painted them. But then actually this year when I had COVID, I was sitting in my room and I was like, well, let me start painting them. And I found it really relaxing. It made me really just turn off I, i'm not a meditating person but i felt like it's really just my thoughts and just me in the image i was not thinking about grocery shopping about this and that and whatever
1: yeah totally it's really also what you mentioned right bring me back to the present even if i'm exercised, i'm already making the next hour plan next day's plan next week's plan but with painting i'm there and i really love that feeling say what's valuable for me, what's essential for me at the present. I will share this painting I finished because I also share with my team. And I find it's really important when you're leading a team, you share with people of what you passionate about, right? And talk about
0: all these things with the team. So let's talk about the third item. A children's wooden spoon.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Um... In a way, it's another spoon, but it's a very small spoon. Uh, so it's a baby-feeding wooden spoon with a eagle carp on the handle. So one time while visiting Vancouver Island, Canada, there was a street vendor selling Pacific Northwest carving items. So this was at a very random location where the artist had a blanket casually lay on a grassy area. With less than 10 items, Uh, each item was unique with only one available. So I noticed this baby feeding spoon and on its handle was carved as an eagle. So it's a Pacific Northwest native Indian carving style. And then a crazy idea suddenly came to my mind. It just came straight out of my mouth. So I asked the artist if he could make two more. One for my daughter one for my niece and one for myself. So after saying it out loud, I fully expected no for an answer. Uh, To my surprise, he said yes. And I paid in full with cash and agreed to meet back, you know, next day around the same time. So after I returned to the hotel, I realized that he was a random street vendor. And I did not even ask for his name. So what if he did not show up? And he did show up next day and clearly was waiting for me. So he also shared with a big smile on his face that he carved all night. He did not remember the last time he had worked so hard, right? So I was super touched because when I made the request for three and he said, yes, I thought he might have a few almost finished one at home. And so this spoon now is a family heirloom. And so... Whenever people ask me about trust, this encounter came to my mind. Trust goes a long way, and I default to trust. When you believe in the best of people, you will get the best out of them. And this is important when working in teams. Trust is one of the foundation of teamwork.
0: I totally love that story, and I like how you put that we cannot only go with negativity through the world having more an open mind and just trusting people to show their best side by giving and trusting that you also just get that back. How you just said you actually just paid up front the three spoons. I mean, most people would just be like, I'll pay you tomorrow. And then he would be afraid because he would be like working all night, but not knowing if actually you would be showing up.
1: Yeah, totally. And you take risk, right? I mean, reasonable risk with people. And I mean, in a team, in an organization, in a company, we work, right? you trust people. You, you default to trust because we all come in, share common goals, right? Then I always make sure that, you know, there's a safety net, right? When things doesn't go as planned, then how do we all work together to support each other?
0: Joyce, this was an amazing talk. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. This is really awesome as well.
1: I want to thank uh, Zalando for giving me this opportunity and I think this pieces of me is uh, a fantastic program.
0: Thank you so much. You made it easy. Thank you, Joyce, for being here with me today. And thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about our careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. Our next episode is coming in a month. And I'll be talking to another guest from Inside Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry. And of course, there are three pieces of me. In the meantime, visit our Instagram page, Inside Zalando, to know more about us. I'm Janine, your host. Thank you so much.